Hi, this is Gillen from Rest Reflections. Welcome to At Work, our podcast on all things inequality, injustice and oppression, focusing as much as we can on the workplace. And so in this episode, and I guess I've been doing a lot of writing lately, some of you might know, I am in the process of writing my second book, White Minds, and I don't want to go too much about the content of White Minds, but I want us to think a little bit about writing. So that is what we are going to do today. Writing. Why writing? What is the relevance of writing to issues of inequality, injustice and oppression? And why bother? First of all, I would start by saying that the only reason why rest reflection is what it is today is because of my writing. As I hope most of you will know, rest reflection started as a blog. It started as a way to connect with readers around issues of inequality, injustice and oppression, but particularly racial injustice. And as I have spoken about many times, there's a long and painful story underscoring race reflection, and I never want to let go of it. But that doesn't mean to say that I want to go into it each and every time I get ready to do a podcast. So I'm not going to do that today. But nonetheless, it's important that we remember that there is a story behind race reflection, and there is a story of marginalization. It's a story of hurt, and it is also a story of writing. And that is the reason why I've brought it perhaps lightly, superficially today. So I started writing because I felt that I was being gagged and the theme of silence, silencing, gagging is quite present in my writing, in my thinking. In fact, it's a theme that is present within much critical post-colonial and feminist writing. So it's an experience that is quite common, lived, recurrent to groups that are marginalized in societies. And so that takes me back to writing. I think that writing, and I say I think, and that's not to say that I am the only person who think that, of course, uh, but I can only speak from my perspective on this point. And so I would say that writing, why writing matters, perhaps more in some professions than in others. And this podcast is not about academic life and the writing that I'm suggesting here is certainly not academic writing necessarily, unless this is what you do and that is your cup of tea, by all means focus on that. But I want to focus on the importance of documenting, on the importance of narrating, 
our lived experience, of narrating our everyday struggle, of taking control, of reclaiming power when it comes to not only self-identifying, when it comes to naming what we see in foldings, in spaces that we occupy, but I guess be in the author, right? And so through that, reclaiming agencies. And so there's lots of writing around that make the connection, the link between writing and wellness and writing and mental health and writing and well-being. And so I guess related to the need to think about why we need to write, why I think it's important that we write, is to do with self-care, right? Self-care number one. Number two, I often say that writing for people who are marginalised is a form of transgression. So that takes us back to the point that I was making around silencing and speaking despite attempt to silence or to gag us. And so there are various reasons why I say that writing is transgressive for people who are marginalized and people who are racialized as black and brown, particularly for black creatives and an author. So first of all, when we write, we are bringing into the collective awareness archives, you might even say, what we represent. And by that, I mean where we are located in the world. And so it allows us to, first of all, speak about perspective or speak of perspective that are underrepresented or again, of course, silence. And so part of our writing is, of course, bringing the socio-historical and political realities into the mainstream, necessarily, that is what we would be doing, even if our intention, our project, our undertaking is not necessarily directly, explicitly seeking to do so. And so black and brown scholarship transgresses because, as I was saying in the presentation that I gave fairly recently to Goldsmiths, which also looked at black scholarship as black resistance is that black bodies are bodies that are not supposed to know we are deprived of epistemic power and agency. And so when we speak and when we attempt to reclaim authority, we are necessarily transgressing epistemic assumptions, expectations and norm. And so we are absolutely in the domain of transgression. And so the last main area that we may want 
to think about is what a scholarship brings us in addition to transgressing, as I said, and in addition to issue of our own wellness and well-being. I have spoken about, I have written about the importance of finding home and, and finding belonging in the world, which is something that for migrants, for black and brown bodies, is compromised because of border violence, because of white supremacy, and because of colonialism and neo-colonialism. So we do know that our capacity to find safety in spaces is compromised. And so part of us resisting this homelessness, this displacement, is to try to create homes wherever we can, whatever that might mean for us. But what I am suggesting here is that writing can bring us a sense of home. When we write, we connect to our creativity, to ourselves, to our body. And as I am starting to conceptualize in what I call epistemic home, homeness, is that it allows us to bring the world into ourselves in the same way that it allows us to bring ourselves into the world. And so we can see that we are building a home that is both internal and external and reciprocal. So you might be saying, well, that's really deep. Perhaps you might not. That You might be saying that's really theoretical and that is quite academic. Okay, I can agree up to a certain point, but I guess fundamentally there is always work that we need to do to make some of the issues, to make some of the concepts applicable to the workplace. So three possible areas for you to think about. Number one, how is home created in your workplace. And that could be culturally, that could be in relation to recruitment, it could be in relation to norms, it could be in relation to expectations. And all those things and more are going to combine, are going to collide to create homes for some bodies and to exclude some bodies. So, Outside of issues to do with writing and claiming agency through the creation of words and narrative, that's the fundamental issue about, well, actually, when we're thinking about home in your workplace, what does it signify? What does it signify for different people? So that's consideration number one. Consideration number two that is more specifically linked to writing is who dictates the narrative, the stories, who writes the minutes, who check for the minutes, little things that actually are quite important in ascertaining who holds authorship of the culture, who gets written into the culture, and who is forgotten. And so, therefore, again, silence. And so, it might be important for you to think about who tends to take the notes, who verify the notes, where is the writing 
kept, who has an influence on what is said, how it is said, how it is recorded. I remember a particular experience where it was quite in a, in a difficult setting or a professional setting. And so there was a lot of dispute, as you would expect, perhaps when there are conflict and when there are legal issues in particular, that minute what is recorded, what was told, who said what, is always contentious matter. And so I remember one particular incident in one particular setting where minutes couldn't be agreed, right? Writing couldn't be agreed. And so essentially it was a case of, well, you disagree, but we're not going to change the meeting. We're not going to put your disagreement in the meeting. If you want, you can write what you disagree on and then we'll keep it in a separate note somewhere, but away from the official recording. And so we can start to see how issues of Authorship are issues of power, memory, archive recollection. All these kind of entities or phenomena are related. They can easily be used in the workplace to exclude, to reproduce power asymmetry and quite specifically in this particular case to pigeonhole to put away and so therefore to marginalize. So it's important that when you consider and reflect on issues of writing and authorship, that you also perhaps are a bit more open to the possibility that they are of some relevance to where you are at. And then finally, and that takes us back to issue of self-care, when I said that there was lots of overlap, lots of literature that suggests that writing can be a therapeutic activity. The question, I guess, at that level might be for us to think about who gets the opportunities to connect to their creativity. We simply ask to follow on other people's wants and so therefore cannot claim authorship of whatever comes to be and who can be a bit more creative and creative might be of course writing but it might be also what part of say project management stages different people different group are engaged in um, and so it's not unusual of course for people of color for marginalized people to be involved in the execution more than to be involved in the creative processes. And so that is it, a little bit of musing on writing, the importance of writing, how writing in the workplace is absolutely, absolutely linked to issues of inequality, injustice and oppression, particularly if we think about issues of authorship, we get to write, we get to accept whether what was written is correct, we get to decide what is recorded when it comes to the writing, but also we get to get involved in creative processes. And so that might be writing, that might be artistic production, but it might simply be the stage at which people can write particular projects and get involved in particular 
project. I don't know whether that makes any sense. I hope it's going to be helpful for some people, particularly those who are struggling with authorship and are struggling with issues of agency. Write if you can, write creatively, if you can find way to express your creativity at work, if you can. But if you cannot, it's important that you find other ways to reclaim authorship. And so that is it for me, podcast on writing, writing and power. And so, yeah, I hope it is helpful. If you leave it up to me, I shall only speak of things that come to my mind. And so please feel free to get in touch. I should have said so at the start of the podcast. But reminder, you can send your requests, your queries, your dilemma, emailing us, contact at restreflections.co.uk or at work at restreflections.co.uk. And so that is it from me. Until next time, please take care.